You're listening to the Design Your Dream Year podcast, a place where we discuss all things mindset, manifestation, self-healing, and development to help you create the most fulfilling, freeing, fun, and abundant life possible. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hello, my friend. It is Allison from minimalistboss.com. I hope you are having a splendid day today. I am pumped that you have chosen to join me for today's episode, which is a little bit off the cuff because I totally had a different topic planned, which I will for sure be doing probably next week because it was a great topic if I do say so myself. But I had a really freaking scary nightmare last night. And even though it was terrifying, I woke up this morning and I just got so much insight from that dream. And it was really profound. It taught me a really profound lesson, a lesson that I really needed to be reminded of right now as I've kind of been going through my business pivot and I'm having a lot of big life changes, which if you listened to last week's episode on my ayahuasca update, you know a little bit about. And the week before that, when I told you about the new apartment that I'm moving to and all of that stuff. And so I woke up this morning and I was like, I need to talk about this. And this is a topic that I have talked a little bit about before, but obviously not in the same way. And I think it's a really important topic and it's one that we need to be reminded of consistently. It's one of those things that you might be like, oh yeah, 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 I know that, but are you actually doing it? So are you intrigued? I am. <laughs> okay, but I am. I think dreams are so fascinating. I actually have a dream journal every single morning. I try to take just a couple minutes to write down my dreams because I'm always like, what the heck? Like they're completely fascinating to me. The fact that we can just go into a different world, into a different reality every single night when we sleep is just completely mind boggling to me. And I always wake up and I'm like, what does that mean? And I think that dreams are uh, often a way that our subconscious is trying to communicate to us. I think they could be other things too, but I think that's uh, something that a, a purpose that dreams have. And so I like to do a dream journal and see if I can, you know, see themes happening. Once I start getting a lot of dreams logged, I'm like, is there a recurring theme that I need to kind of revisit here? And the dream that I had last night is definitely a reoccurring theme. Not the exact same dream, but the theme of it is the same. And this is what the theme is. I've been having this dream for probably, how old am I now? I've been having this dream for like 15 years, a long time. Not, not the exact dream, like I said, but the theme of it. And the theme of it is in the dream, I am either at the top floor of a skyscraper, like a really tall skyscraper, like the tallest building in the world. I'm either on the top floor of it or I'm like on the roof. And on that roof, there are no walls, there are no rails. It's just me on the ledge and it's terrifying. And without fail, at some point in that dream, <laughs> the building, will start to sway a little bit. Sometimes there's really strong wind. Sometimes there is a really large storm. Sometimes it's nothing, but for whatever reason, the building without fail will start to sway a little bit and sway a little bit more. And to then it will start leaning and it is absolutely terrifying. And I'm not necessarily afraid of heights, 
But around the same time that I started having these dreams, I began to have a fear of skyscrapers. Like I can fly and I've gone off and on with my fear of flying, but like in general, I don't have a fear of heights, but for whatever reason, like I suddenly became really scared of going up in skyscrapers. And I remember I used to visit Chicago with my family when I was a kid and I loved going up the Sears Tower or as they now call it, the Willis Tower. But I loved going to the top and I loved being up high and I liked to look down. And I remember at the time I was like 12 years old and I had this obsession with counting taxis back when taxis were a thing and there was no Uber and don't ask me why I was obsessed with counting taxis. I have no idea. I liked to count things. Like at one point we also went to Colorado and I was like obsessed with counting all the oil pumpers on the drive. So I don't know, I had this weird fascination with counting things. But anyway, my point is, is I used to love skyscrapers and then for whatever reason, I developed a fear of them. And I remember very vividly, I was in the Space Needle in Seattle with one of my friends and I suddenly felt my head tilting. And like my head was literally like going crooked and I started getting vertigo really bad which is extremely uncomfortable. And it felt like the building was starting to tilt and sway like in my nightmares. And ever since then, ever since I have gone in a tall building and I have been in them several times, this starts to happen. I start getting vertigo, my head starts going to the side <laughs> like a cocked head and I start feeling like the building is gonna tip over and it is awful. So I hate skyscrapers. So anyway, you can imagine as someone who has this weird fear of skyscrapers that a dream in which I am at the top of this skyscraper and it is swaying and tilting over is completely terrifying. So in my dream last night, it was the same type of theme. I was at the very top of this skyscraper. It was really freaking tall. I was in this beautiful apartment. <laughs> Maybe that ties into the episode I did two weeks ago, who knows? But I was in this beautiful apartment at the very top of this skyscraper and I was with my family and I remember I was with my two siblings. We were hanging out and then all of a sudden, and we were having fun, we were just a cool hangout, but then all of a sudden I got this really overwhelming fear, just like this dread. Have you ever had one of those dreams where for whatever reason this feeling just comes and takes you and sometimes it's fear, sometimes it's like this like feeling of like something evil's in your dream and you don't know what it is, you can't see anything. I don't really know how to describe it except all of a sudden in the dream, this feeling of intense, intense fear came over me and I just started feeling like, oh my gosh, <laughs> we're gonna die. And as soon as I thought that, and as soon as that feeling came, guess what? The building started to sway. At first it was just a little bit, but I knew that it was coming. I knew that it was going to get bigger. I had had these dreams before, only I didn't realize it was a dream, but I just knew. And I remember I just had this bad feeling we were gonna die, <laughs> not to be morbid in my dream, but you know, I'm like, we're gonna die because it's skyscraper, it's gonna tip over. So I remember in my dream, I hugged my brother and my family and I, like my dad and my, my, my dad and I hug, but like my siblings, my brother and sister and I, like we're weird, we never hug. So the fact that I reached out and I gave my brother like the biggest hug because I was just like, well, this it's been great. I just wanna let you know I love you. And I like gave my siblings two hugs. And as soon as I did that, the skyscraper began to tilt 
and sway and lean. And at one point, it was leaning over so much that it was like a 90 degree angle uh, over the ground, which of course in real life, that wouldn't even happen. I know that skyscrapers are actually built so that they can sway up to like, what, four feet, six feet? I don't know, something terrifying. Any swaying at all is terrifying to me. But in my dream, the, the skyscraper was tilting over so much, it was like we were almost like parallel with the ground. And I remember it was completely terrifying and we're in this space where it has like gone to its final sway. And there was this moment of just complete silence and complete terror. And then I heard the sound of like these metal cables. Like, I don't know if you have seen, well, of course you've probably seen because they're in architecture, but like those giant, I don't know if they're steel, but they're cables. They're like really thick cables. I heard the sound of like a ton of those snapping and breaking. And then the entire building just began to completely topple over and we were free falling and I was screaming and I could hear everyone else scream. I could hear my siblings screaming. I could hear other people in the building screaming and I could hear the rubble of the building just crumbling as we were helplessly plunging to the ground. And here's the kicker. Normally in my skyscraper dreams, which I've been having for a long time, I wake up before the building topples over. Like I'll, I'll come to the swaying part and I'll usually wake up when it's swaying or maybe I'll have just started falling. But this dream was different. I was not waking up. <laughs> I was falling and falling and falling and I was not waking up until finally I hit the ground. And what happened when I hit the ground? It was weird. I, it didn't hurt. I've had dreams where things have hurt before and that's weird. But in this dream, I hit the ground and it's almost like my, I could see my siblings and I, we gently sunk into the ground. And I remember thinking in the dream, oh, like that wasn't so bad. <laughs> that didn't even really hurt. Hmm, okay. And then as soon as I thought that, rewind, I suddenly appeared back at the top of the skyscraper as if it had never happened. Have you ever seen the movie Groundhog Day? The one with Bill Murray and Annie McDowell. I think it was in the 80s. It's a romantic comedy. It is one of my favorite movies of all time. And it's been parodied in other movies ever since. I think it's a great movie. It's hilarious. But basically, Bill Murray, he's kind of in you-know-what hole at the beginning of the movie. And he goes on a trip with his, uh, he's a news reporter. He's a, a, a weatherman. And he goes to report about Groundhog Day in Puxatoni or Pennsylvania, whatever, whatever the name of the city is. Um, I'm blanking out on the name, but it starts with a P. And he goes with his producer, who's Andy McDowell, and his cameraman friend, and I'm blanking on the actor's name, but they all go, and he hates this trip. He has to go every year. He's complaining about it the whole time, and essentially the premise of the movie is he gets caught in some sort of time warp, and he keeps reliving the same day over and over and over and over and over again. When Groundhog Day ends, he wakes up in the same bed as if it never happened, and eventually he ends up becoming a great guy because he, <laughs> he like, you know, learns all sorts of lessons when he's stuck on this day. And that's exactly what happened in my dream. I appeared back at the top of that building with my siblings, and once again, it started to sway. The building started to sway and it started to lean and the exact same thing happened again. We were suspended for a moment in absolute terror and I had to re-experience free falling 
I don't know how many feet, thousands of feet to the ground once again. And once again, we all gently sunk into the ground and I was like, oh, that didn't hurt that bad. And then the third time it happened, Groundhog Day. I was at the top of the building again. And this happened several more times. Let me tell you, once is bad enough. It was like my mind was erased when I got to the top of the building and I would forget that it didn't hurt that bad to land on the ground at the end. And so I had to go through this like five more times. I had to go through the building swing. I had to go through the terror. I had to go through free falling to the ground to what I thought was gonna be my painful death. And every single time I would sink into the ground until finally, maybe around the sixth time that this happened, I reappeared at the top of the building, just like before, only this time when it started to sway and it started to tip, I was like, what if, what if I, cause I knew we were gonna fall at this point. Somehow I just knew like the building's gonna fall. And so I was like, what if I could have fun as I'm falling? Like what if instead of being terrified, cause this sucks, like I'm terrified and it's not fun. But what if somehow I could make it fun as I'm falling to the ground? And just then I heard the sound of those steel cables snapping, which is a terrifying sound. The building, myself and everyone in it began plunging to the ground, thousands of you know miles per hour, hundreds, I don't know. Uh, I didn't take a good physics class, but anyway, we're plunging to the ground and I was like, I'm making this fun. And I started pretending like I was on a roller coaster. And so I'm literally free falling in my dream and my hands are up and I'm like, Whoa, oh my gosh, this is so much fun. And I was genuinely having so much fun as I am plunging to the ground. It was great. And the same thing happened. When I hit that ground, I gently sunk into it. And then for the final time, after I sunk into the ground, I once again appeared at the top of that skyscraper. And it was as if my mind had been erased from the last round. I forgot how much fun it was to free fall. And once again, I had to experience it in absolute terror. Only this time, as I was free falling, I remember screaming so loud that I was literally screaming in real life in my bedroom. <laughs> I'm sure my neighbors were like, if they heard that, I don't know what time it was, but they're like, what is happening? Is that person okay? I literally screamed myself awake. And when I woke up, after I initially shook off the like fear and discomfort of having that dream, I really thought about it. And I was like, wow, I feel like it was my subconscious, the universe, something trying to remind me that life is uncertain and of course there is a lot of fear involved when there's quote unquote uncertainty and there are things that are scary in life but the more that you resist and the more that you stay stuck in that fear the more difficult that it is the more struggle that it is there there is whereas if you accept okay like this thing is scary but instead of resisting and staying stuck in that fear and dwelling on the fear, instead of doing that, if you can just let go, go along for the ride, throw your hands up and choose to operate in either faith and or fun like I did in my dream, 
then it's just so much better. It's so much more easy. It's so much more effortless. And we can usually more easily extract whatever lesson or golden nugget that we have uh, to learn from whatever it is that we're going through. And I've talked about fear before on this podcast. I've talked about, you know, the importance of feeling the fear and doing it anyway. But I think this is a good reminder that the more you, you know, dwell on that feeling of fear and how it's a, you know, quote unquote bad thing and, and how, you know, you start making up all this stuff in your mind versus if you just say, you know what, this thing, it's uncomfortable because it's scary, but I'm just going to throw my hands up and I am going to trust that it is all working in my favor and that I am safe at the end of it. Like I was, that's the thing. It's like I was in my dream falling to the ground, but at the end of it all, not only was it not bad, like it wasn't that bad, but I was safe at the end. And I think that is so like telling of how often in life we turn molehills into mountains, how when we're afraid of something, we will make it a hundred times worse and a hundred times harder by overthinking and thinking about all of the worst case scenarios and all of the what ifs. And then when we actually do the thing, if we do the thing, because so many people don't do the thing they're afraid of because they let fear stop them completely. But even when we do the thing that we're afraid of, when we actually do the thing, it's not that bad. We're like, oh, that wasn't so bad. I'm fine. <laughs> like here I am alive on the other side. So anyway, I just thought, I just woke up and I was like, man, that is such a good message. And it's something that I needed to be reminded of because as I mentioned at the beginning of this podcast episode, with all of the change that's been going on, on in my life and with the business pivot and all of the things, at times I have felt so fearful and so terrified and I can't really see the full picture of what things look like yet. And so I feel like I'm walking blindly through the fog, you know, I can barely see one foot in front of the other. And it's been a constant process this week, especially I've intentionally been trying to focus on, you know, stepping out in faith and trusting that it's all working in my favor. And I will get each and every step exactly as I need it. And so that, uh, yeah, that's, that's it. So leaning into that fear, knowing that at the end of it all, it is working in your favor, that you're going to be okay. And the more that you can just throw your hands up in the air and say to yourself, how can I make this as fun as possible? Or how can I just accept the fact that, you know what, I'm in for a wild ride and I'm just gonna throw my hands up and let go and trust the process and know that I'm gonna come out on the other end. So I hope that you extracted a nugget of wisdom from my dream. Maybe you did, maybe you didn't, but anyway, that's what I wanted to share today. So I hope you found this episode helpful. And little side note, if you are enjoying this podcast, you could do something for me that would totally make my day. Can you guess what it is? I bet you can't. Maybe you can, maybe you can't. But if you're enjoying this podcast, I would really super appreciate it if you would take like 20 seconds to leave a review of my show over on Apple Podcasts because that is the absolute best thing that you can do if you are enjoying the show and you want to support the show and you want me to keep coming up with new episodes every single week because 
Uh, this, you know, takes time and it takes money and effort every single week to put out this free content. And when you leave a review, that helps my podcast to actually get seen. Reviews are what help uh, Apple Podcasts go, oh, hey, we're going to actually show this to people because people like it. So anyway, if you could do that, that would really mean so, so much to me. All you got to do is click on the episode in the Apple Podcasts, you know, app open it up full screen and then scroll down once you get past like the episode list you'll see the uh rating of the podcast in this case five stars <gasps> thank you uh, but then you'll also see a little link that says leave a review you just got to click it and you can type something if you want if you have something nice to say or you want to share a little tidbit or what your favorite part of the podcast is you can do that but you can also literally just click on the stars it will legit take you two seconds and i would appreciate it so 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 much all right well that is it for today i hope you're having a beautiful day remember to just throw your hands up in the air know that it's all working out in your favor even if it is terrifying just try to enjoy the ride and I cannot wait to connect with you in the next episode. Wait, don't go just yet. If you enjoyed today's episode and you would like an epic free gift from yours truly, then I would so appreciate it if you would take just 20 seconds to leave a review of my podcast over on Apple Podcasts. This is the best way that you can support the show and help me to keep the episodes coming week after week. Not only are reviews what help my podcast to actually get seen, but I read every single review and I truly love to know that you're enjoying the show. It really does mean so much. And bonus, when you leave me a review, I'm gonna give you a free PDF download with my top 10 business lessons and how you can apply them to see more growth in your business. You can't get this free golden nugget anywhere else, so to grab it, simply leave me a review over on Apple Podcasts screenshot the review before you hit submit and then email that screenshot over to my team at customer success at minimalistboss.com. Again, simply email that screenshot over to customer success at minimalistboss.com to claim your free gift and to totally make my day. Thank you so much, my friend, and I will see you in the next episode.